Today's episode of Content Academy is brought to you by Mandela VPN. Protect your data and privacy with the best VPN on the market. Mandela VPN allows you to choose from over 54,000 servers in 54 different alternate dimensions. Oh, okay. Is something on Netflix blocked in your dimension? Get around pesky <laughs> multiverse streaming laws by simply using Mandela VPN to switch to a server in a universe where Frasier ran for 12 seasons and was good for four of them. I mean, oh, I'm so conflicted about that because in our universe, all of them were good. Yeah, but do you want that extra season? Do I want that extra season? (laughs) Now, can you uh, watch like HBO Max from an alternate dimension where the Game of Thrones season finale was good? Anything's possible. Or maybe never happened. (laughs) Yeah, anything's possible. Let me get on. uh, Let me uh, continue the ad here. Is the Flibzorp Variety Hour non-existent on Earth 12A dash Zeta Sigma Delta? <laughs> well, Mandela VPN has got your back. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with what, it, what a VPN is, it's actually quite simple. VPN stands for Virtual Private Network, and using one, using one allows you to disguise the location of your web browsing device in order to keep your data secure and your connection private. Mandela VPN even includes premium features unheard of by industry competitors, including abstract paradox reconciliation protection, keeping you from developing the symptoms associated with encountering quantum motion sickness, by replacing any fourth-dimensional residue in your content with clips from Wallace and Gromit, which is the only intellectual property whose media is exactly identical across all parallel universes. (laughs) I think it... Maybe something to do with because it's claymation or something. Um, <clears throat> guys, I've been loving Mandela VPN, but the problem that I run into is okay, so in other universes, my favorite shows never got canceled. Okay, sure. But mm-hmm. you kind of run into some problems. Uh, I'll give you an example here. So on Earth 24Z Epsilon Chi Tau, there's a cinematic universe based on the Discworld series of books. However,. Awesome. In, yeah, whoa, awesome. awesome. However, in that universe, it seems that accountant humor is really popular. So every uh, few minutes, there's a joke about, oh, I don't know, owner's equity or accounts payable. So I try to find a universe where there's a Discworld so cinematic funny. universe, but there's no accountant humor. And when I find one, the cinematic universe is completely different because when they started making it, they only had access to a handful of books. Oh. So I have to start completely over. Um, I'll give you another example here. On Earth, 62B-Iota-Alpha-Eta, the band Grateful Dead never broke up. But in that universe, the musical staff encompasses only two notes, and the only instruments that have been invented are the cowbell and the melodica. So you could say it's kind of hit or miss. It's cool, but it's hit or miss. Interesting. It's interesting that Grateful Dead even arose. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say. So it's kind of like one of those things where you have too many options, so you just end up watching something that you've seen before. Yeah. And in this case, the only thing that fits that mold is Wallace and Gromit. It's I the see. exact same, so... That's kind of your fallback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Comfort food. I mean, it's like you're browsing Netflix or whatever, and there's so many options. Yeah, like, do I really want to start a dive into Peaky Blinders or should yeah. I just watch Gilmore Girls again? There are just so many options. It's Tough like choice. it's as if there are no options. Yeah. So that's my experience with Mandela VPN. Um, well, 
it's Tuesday again. That means it's time to get the content crew back together for another 45 minutes of edutainment. Broadcasting live from the DPL are Josh and I. hey And calling in from our house is Georgia. What's that? <clears throat> so guys, what do you say we get into some headlines? Uh, can, we, can we try to get a little more energy, Alex? Oh, from me? Yeah. Okay. So guys, what do you say we get into some headlines? Whoa, awesome. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Ever since you mentioned you really like when I say, well, awesome, <laughs> I'm hesitant to say it now because I don't want to flanderize it. You don't want to wear it out. Flanderize no, yourself. No, yeah. you know how I feel about what's up. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that actually makes a lot of sense. Damn. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. Is that sparkling water good, by the way? It is pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Citru- cranberry citrus. I yeah. like it. That's pretty good. Okay. So, as you guys may or may not know, Amazon Prime Day was this past week. Uh, so, in honor of that, all of today's headlines will be about Amazon. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, Amazon is trying to crack down on fraudulent reviews. So, mm. what did Jeff Bezos have to say about this? Uh, wait, let me guess here. <laughs> uh, one day I will kill Superman <laughs> and all the world's kryptonite will be mine? That's a pretty good guess. It doesn't really make sense in the context, though. Okay. Let me just read. I have a, what he said here. Um Uh, So this is Jeff Bezos, CEO of Amazon, on fraudulent reviews. It makes sense that we would want to crack down on fraudulent reviews. After all, fake reviews of a product can mislead customers into buying something that doesn't represent the high quality and customer service excellence that we strive for here at Amazon. Hmm. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, okay. All right, next news item here. Uh, One of Amazon's early forays into gaming, a free-to-play multiplayer game called Crucible, has been canceled after receiving receiving poor reviews in its closed beta stage. Foray, 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 foray. <laughs> they really went overboard what on was, this. What was the other headline word that it, it was we were like? By? Oh man, what was it? Do you remember Georgia? The other headline word that yeah, you didn't like. It was like. Oh. Um, uh, wasn't it like? Uh, it the, was similar the type to foray. Of word it was. It was in. Oh, I thought. It was like something like the or the. Mm. I no, I think wrong. Alex was pretty okay with the word the. Articles. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a word that's like a synonym of foray. Yeah. But it's just a really extra word that headlines use a lot. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'll find it. Uh, moving right along. <clears throat> Roku's free streaming service that offers 115 live TV channels is now available to Amazon Fire TV users, despite Roku and Amazon being direct competitors in the TV box hardware space. Learning from this across-the-aisle gesture, top execs at Apple and Microsoft now play intramural crochet on Thursdays. <laughs> you mean croquet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Crochet is different. Crochet <laughs> would be an interesting croquet. sport. That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, Amazon has unveiled new electric delivery vans. They're never going to be used, but they've been unveiled. <laughs> That's what always happens with these unveilings. Uh, for $12 on Amazon, you can buy a five-pound box of Twizzlers. Oh, okay. For $9 on Amazon, you can buy a 15-pound box of Amazon Choice Sugar Ropes. Hmm. I think I know what I'll <laughs> That one's not, not as much of a headline as it is just an ad. And that's what that's what you'll run into oh, when it comes dang. to news items about Amazon. It's yeah, mainly just ads. <laughs> uh, Amazon is rapidly adding warehouses in Massachusetts. So, what does Jeff Bezos have to say about this? 
it makes sense that we would be adding more fulfillment centers in Massachusetts. Our business in the greater Boston area is growing, and we will only be able to keep up with that demand by having more fulfillment centers. Again, it just seems like totally normal billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Normal bald head egomaniac. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a publication called Fortune reports that Amazon's activist employees are sowing the seeds of unionization. And I report that I need to sew some of my shirts because due to the way I take them off, the armpits are always the first to go. <laughs> oh, it's them. I meant to remove that one before we started. It's good. It's good. Uh, Target threw shade on Amazon by having big discounts during Prime Day while touting that with their deals, no membership is required. Are you telling me that the person outside of Target who sold me a Target membership card was pulling a fast one <laughs> on me? <laughs> Netflix and Amazon Prime are both racing towards their 200 million subscribers milestone. When asked who he th- when asked who he thinks will reach this goal first, what exactly did Jeff Bezos have to say? Let's find out. Well, as it turns out, he didn't comment on this one. After all, he's a very busy guy, and I, and he can't comment on every single piece of news that comes out involving Amazon. I know, <laughs> I know we're pretty hard on Jeff, but he's really just working hard, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, experts say that buying stock from Amazon is a good choice after Prime Day, but warn that buying chalk from Amazon isn't a good idea because it feels cheap and comes in a limited range of colors. (laughs) Thanks, experts. Yeah. (laughs) The stock and chalk experts. Yeah. Huh. Well, that was all certainly very interesting. Uh, looks like Amazon had a very busy week. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move on then. Um. Oh, it looks like we have one more headline, actually. Okay, okay. Uh, Internal documents show that automated Amazon warehouses have high injury rates among their employees. Wow. Uh, When pressed to comment, Jeff Bezos dodged that claim, instead stating that soon the world's kryptonite will be mine (laughs) and Superman will be no more. There it is. There's our Jeff. There it is. Like clockwork. Huh. Yeah, he certainly did dodge the claim, but I'm not, I mean... So he's saying that his factories aren't uh, ornate, complicated human torture chambers, basically? Yeah, I think that's basically what they are. Uh, Okay, well, that's all for news this week, in the Amazon sector at least. Uh, Since we're starting a new series this episode... uh, Series on, our series is on conspiracy theories, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this first episode, in this first episode, well, I guess this whole series, we're changing things around a little bit, and we're going to have Josh do the reports, so... Right, kind of a little musical chairs going on. Yeah, exactly. So yep. I'm going to play the little intro thing. Josh, take it away. Josh, take it away. Oh yeah. Come on. Who do you think you're talking to here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just make sure. Just make sure. Okay, so 
we are uh, going full steam ahead into conspiracy theories. Um, there's a lot of conspiracy theories going around right now, mm-hmm. kind of as a side effect of you know social media mm-hmm. and the internet. Not a lot of fact checking going on. Yeah, people are free to speculate as much as they want. Yeah, like and perfect time if you're a conspiracy theory. Really, the perfect it is. time to really like show mm-hmm. yourself. And these the social networks kind of do your work <clears throat> for you to an extent because they promote controversial yeah content. Right. Anything that like even if people will disagree with it, they'll still click on it. Yeah. To like to post and roast people in the comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So. That's kind of something to keep in mind is, like, why we're seeing so much now. Like, mm. QAnon, Epstein, yeah. um, all kinds of <clears throat> wild yeah. claims. But if I might add, it's it's uh, it's important to note that something, it, something is a... Something isn't, rather. It's not a conspiracy if it's true. That's true, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> just keep that in mind. Uh, if it's... I mean, if it goes into territory of being true, it becomes less of a conspiracy theory and more of just a true thing. Right. And so, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there are a lot of conspiracies that started out as kind of kooky crackpot theories, uh-huh. but were later proven correct. Yes, exactly. Like a like, lot of secret military uh-huh. um, yeah. uh, actions. Like, like files in like manila folders and stuff. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. With the red stamp. Yeah. Top secret. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Confidential. Or like stuff like yeah. the Panama Papers, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff revealing uh, how wealthy people hide mm-hmm. their money and stuff. Yeah. People and... have s- suspected that for a long time. Yeah, and it's like, um, <clears throat> more often than not, it's like a, uh, oh, how do I put this? Poorly photocopied, so the whole thing is at a little right. bit of an angle, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So certain things get cut off, and you're like, you can kind of fill in the blanks with like what the extra two or three words are. <laughs> yeah. But you're like, hmm. There's also a lot of uh, redacted stuff. In yeah, this. yeah. Yeah. The black lines. Yeah, black lines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but so for our first conspiracy, um, we're gonna we're gonna do the Mandela effect, mm-hmm. and this is it kind of blurs the line between actually being a conspiracy or not. It's more of a phenomenon, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cultural phenomenon. Um, I think you could call it a conspiracy. There are people who, th- who think of it as a conspiracy, and we'll get into why. But Well, what's, the, what's really the definition of conspiracy? Because in, in the word itself, the word comes from conspire, I suppose. So When I think of conspiracy, it's um, like a plot involving multiple people. Yeah. Somebody like trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Right. It's not one... It's not a single actor it's not one person mm-hmm. it has to involve multiple people okay, okay. and it has That's to be like the lawful uh, definition of it right yeah yeah and it has mm-hmm. to be secretive mm-hmm. so under that definition is the mandela effect a conspiracy mm-hmm. not really well it, it could be i mean you there... could you could see it as the reason that the mandela effect happens is because of I don't know. Right. People trying. Okay. People here we go. Things, okay. right? Conspiracy theory definition is the belief that some covert but influential organization is responsible for a circumstance or event. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah. if you believe Perfect. some somebody. So basically, exactly what I just said. Behind. Yeah. <laughs> but I put it more concisely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So let's just define the Mandela effect. I guess. Yeah. So okay. it was. I don't know. It was coined by a woman named Fiona Broom. 
and she is a she's like a super she is an author she writes like ebooks about supernatural stuff like hauntings and mm-hmm. ghosts and okay. stuff <laughs> and she has basically made a career out of being wrong about <laughs> the mm. death of Nelson Mandela okay yeah so it's called Mandela effect because uh, Ms. Broom thought that she remembered uh, Nelson Mandela dying in prison mm-hmm. and thought that she remembered seeing TV news stories about it yeah. and all this hubbub yeah. when really he got out of prison and died later. <laughs> but she found a lot of people um, who shared these false memories that she mm-hmm. had of, no, didn't Mandela die in prison? You yeah. Know? So it's kind of the Mandela effect kind of <clears throat> includes any kind of false memory mm-hmm. or something that you could have sworn was true yeah but actually it was never that way that was never okay. the case yeah so i kind of broke them down into four different categories um so the first is events that just didn't happen uh-huh. um you know like mandela's death uh-huh. another one is misspelled brand na- brand names mm-hmm. so like you thought fruit loops was spelled f-r-u-i-t but mm-hmm. it's actually f-r-o-o-t hmm uh, the third one is illustrations with extraneous details. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Curious George having, having a, tail. a tail. Yeah, yeah, which he doesn't actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last is propaganda used by authoritarian governments. So mm-hmm. that's when like, uh, I don't know, in Stalinist Russia, they would Photoshop people out, yeah. of, out of photos with uh, Stalin. Not Photoshop, they would basically yeah. airbrush them out. Yeah. After they had been assassinated, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, as you can see, that kind of it's kind of a wide variety of phenomena, like up from just yeah. being wrong about an event, <laughs> mm-hmm. misspelling something, yeah. through to actual propaganda. Yeah. So I we'll just go through the four different types, I guess. Okay. Um, so some main effects are just people being wrong or misinformed, uh-huh. um, and that's because people will invent false memories to prove themselves right Mm -hmm. or to keep from looking like they're wrong yeah that happens all the time and we it happens without us even realizing that we're doing it Mm -hmm. sometimes too Mm -hmm. yeah and most of the time like in polite conversation you can just kind of brush it off and let people not call people out on it you know Uh but it is kind of a phenomenon of um, you know, you, no one wants to look wrong. Yeah. And but our memories are aren't as reliable as we always think they are. Yeah. So and and with public figures, a lot of the times, like the most notable thing about them is like when they died, uh huh, or like the circumstances of their death. Yeah. So that can that can be confusing for people, especially with, um, I don't know if it's like. People in the U.S. were probably not as familiar with Mandela. Yeah. Because he's mm-hmm. not, you know, he wasn't a U.S. political figure. Yeah. So it may be easier for us to get the circumstances yeah. of his life confused. Yeah. So if that, if that were a real example of something you could claim as a Mandela effect, people in Africa, uh, that's where Mandela's from, right? Yeah. It's like South, South Africa. Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if that were really the case, then there would be examples of people thinking that in Af- in South Africa. Right, yeah. 
when pretty much mm-hmm. everyone in South Africa is going to know they what know, actually yeah. happened. Yeah, and I should say, knowledge. yeah, the I guess the conspiracy element of the Mandela effect is some people are wonder if they were really wrong about this stuff yeah. or if there was some kind of switch yeah. in the past yeah. where it was the old way and now it's different. That's where the alternate universe is Right, coming. yeah. Yeah. So... I'll, I'll have thoughts on that, but we'll save that for the end. Okay, okay. Okay, so the next category is, um, uh, let me see here. <clears throat> brand so, names, right? Brand names, yeah. Um, so a lot of the time, uh, Mandela effects are examples of situations that defy normative expectations, hmm. which our brains then subconsciously fix. Okay, yeah, that's a good way of putting so, it. So if you see, where's another one, example? For example, Berenstain Bears. Bears is a great that one. Be an example. That's the one I think. You of. never. Yeah. You, it's very strange mm-hmm. that their name is spelled A I N at the yeah. end. Like yeah, ninety percent of the time, someone whose name ends with Stein or Steen or Stein or Stain uh-huh. will be spelled E I N. Yeah. So our brains try to fix the typo. Yeah. By making it E I N. Uh huh. But when in reality, it's A I N. And especially a lot of these. Uh, are like cartoons and things yeah. that you would be exposed to when you're a child. Yeah, that's a good part yeah. of it too. You and uh, oftentimes you won't really know. I don't know how to spell. Right. Even. <laughs> yeah. And then when too. you think about it later as an adult, your adult brain's like, well, yeah, of course it'd be spelled this way. Yeah. yeah. Another yeah, example is in Star Wars, C-3PO's right lower leg is actually silver and not gold. Mm-hmm. So he actually had, huh. he's not entirely gold. Mm-hmm. Part of his leg is silver. Yeah. But since there's no explanation for it in the movie and it's not always obvious in every shot because the camera's normally like waist up, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, our brain discounts this information and we assume that his entire body is gold. Yeah. So wow. I don't think I ever noticed that. Yeah, it's odd. It's definitely a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense if he got, like, you know, broken and repaired several times, though. Right. Yeah. I think it's actually kind of cool. It's, yeah. um, it's cute. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it's just kind of a weird combination of it not usually being on camera uh-huh. and mm-hmm. never really addressed at all. And if I may add, in episode seven, they maybe even lampshade this because if you'll remember, he has a red arm during the Oh, yeah. Movie. You're right. And he actually says. You may not have noticed, but I have a red arm. <laughs> now that you okay. mention that, I think it is appreciating. Yeah, I think that is. Yeah. I didn't notice that at the time either. Huh. But yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of examples of stuff like that, like um, Pikachu. Little um, details. Pikachu's tail, the end of it is yellow, uh-huh. but because the tips of his ears are black, uh-huh. a lot of people assume that the tip of his tail is black also. Yeah. Well, um, doesn't Raichu have a black-ended tail? I think he does. Maybe he so does. So that might contribute that to the confusion. Too. Maybe even Pichu does. Um, he doesn't. Oh, Never mind, he doesn't. Okay. <laughs> so that's <laughs> another Mandela effect. Fact-checked, yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. There's we, a... have on it, we have live fact-checks. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, so Josh wants to do a report. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Better have your facts straight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of this is just... Logic that you developed from when you were a child, remaining applied for years and years. Yeah. A lot of it is also like, um, so when it, when the Medelphic involves an image, this was interesting to me. I noticed that usually the misremembered, misremembered aspect 
is an element that is added to the image and not something that's left out by our memory. Hmm. So it's hard to say definitively why this happens, but my theory is that there seems to be a sort of sweet spot where certain images are complex enough that one or two added details don't look out of place, mm -hmm. but it's simple or abstract enough that our brain isn't fully satisfied with how it looks. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. And a lot of the times these Mandela effects kind of improve the design. Um, so like Pikachu's tail, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> or like Rich Uncle Pennybags in Monopoly. Uh -huh. A lot mm -hmm. of people seem to remember him having a monocle, uh -huh. which he doesn't have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it kind of, um, it better fits his his characterization as a liberal elite glaring down at us from his ivory, <laughs> ivory tower. tower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It adds some detail yeah. to his face, which is uh -huh. nice. Uh -huh. um, and makes him seem related to the Planter's Peanut guy. Yeah. yeah. And you could even mention the Ace Ventura thing. What's the Ace Ventura? Oh, yeah. So in Ace Ventura, uh -huh. uh, Pet Detective. Yeah. Was it Pet I think I it was don't know. One of them. Either Pet Detective or Nature Calls. He goes to like the par uh, mansion, party in the mansion yeah. or something. Some it is Pet Detective. And he sees a person who is clearly supposed to be Rich Uncle Pennybags. Yeah. And he has a monocle. And he has a monocle. And he refers to him as the Monopoly guy. Yeah, the Monopoly guy. Yeah. So, yeah, take that. That's kind of evidence... To some people, people take it as evidence, that even though that doesn't really universe. track. Yeah, right. yeah. Also, Pichu has a black tail. Pichu does have a black tail. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Pichu was designed after afterward, though. So maybe that's also lampshading the Mandela. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Pichu was uh, Ruby Sapphire. Okay. So it's like two, two or three whole games after. We already finished an episode about Pokemon, and we're already <laughs> talking about Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Again. Um, a lot of the, I hesitate to even call a lot of these, uh, Mandela effects because uh -huh. they're literally just people misspelling brand yeah. names. Yeah. Like <laughs> Skechers shoes, there's no T That's in it. Me. Kit Kat doesn't have a hyphen. Hmm. Cheese it doesn't have a Z on the end. It's not Cheese it's, although hmm. it should be. Yeah. Opinion. Cheese it's. Yeah. People call them Cheese it's. You don't call. It's just weird. Yeah. You don't, the why? plural of cheese it is cheese it. <laughs> yeah, like Lego. Yeah. yeah. Do you have the Looney Tunes? Give me that bowl of cheese it. Do you have the Looney Tunes? Oh yeah. Too? So Looney Tunes, people assume that it's T O O N, but like it's actually cartoon. T U N E. No. Yeah, like like a musical tune. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes more sense to be like cartoon. Exactly. It's a cartoon. Yeah. And Looney I think tunes. that's why a lot of these catch on is they're just us subconsciously fixing yeah. these things. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> that marketing got wrong. Basically, yeah. well, I mean, marketing is fucked up to begin with, but a lot mm -hmm. of it is just trying to differentiate yourself. So any mm -hmm. kind of weird spelling, yeah, uh, will help that. Yeah. Okay, so the last category of Mandela effect is propaganda. So things that have actually changed. Yes. <laughs> so that can include like um, you guys have probably seen the Tank Man photo from mm -hmm. the Tiananmen Square massacre. There are some reports that um, a few other protesters um, ran up to Tank Man before he was run over mm -hmm. and like pulled him to safety. Uh -huh. But there's really no... I didn't dive into this too, too much because it's a huge rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. But that whole day, uh, the Tiananmen Square massacre is heavily censored and propagandized oh, really? wow. by the Chinese government. Wow. So like, um, it's like... 
Tianmen, just that word, is banned on a lot of Chinese sites. Yeah. So you can get in trouble for talking about it. Hmm. So that's kind of an example of the Chinese yeah. government trying to create, in a way, yeah. an alternate universe. Yeah. That reminds me of in 1984. Yep. When people just change history and then everybody just acts as if that's yeah. the way it's always We've been. We've always been at war with East Asia. Exactly. Or, mm-hmm. What was it? East Asia. Is it, or is Eurasia. It Eurasia, something like that. Yeah, because they have the mega continents. Mm-hmm. And there's people have people have this job where they just rewrite stuff. Yeah. To match the mm-hmm. current narrative. Exactly. That's what that reminds me of. Yeah. Um, another example of that is uh, like in North Korea, and these are all examples from like fascist yeah. dictatorships, basically. Yeah. But North Korea, Kim Il Sung, who was the founder of North Korea or the, I guess the People's Republic of mm-hmm. North Korea, that government. There's uh, a lot of biographies of his life, and in it they talk about how he would, like, protest Japanese at age six, mm. or, like, he would, he, like, mastered seven languages by age eight. So all made-up stuff. All made-up stuff, yeah. yeah. And he would, like, control the weather. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So that is kind of a different example because, like, um, obviously it's propaganda, but the fact, whether or not the people actually believe it or not mm-hmm. is kind of besides the point. Yeah. Because it's just a way of exerting control. Uh-huh. Um, and if it's like a way to punish people if they talk bad about the leadership mm-hmm. and the party. Yeah, it doesn't matter if people believe it because that's just the narrative. Yeah. At some point, people will start believing it. Some yeah, at some point if I mean a lot of the people are indoctrinated from birth mm-hmm. with this stuff, mm-hmm. which has an effect. Yeah. Um, but so the whole alternate universe thing, um, I think we can pretty much agree that it's not really happening in the mm-hmm. way that people think. Yeah. But my thought on it is that, like, say, say you played Monopoly when you were five, mm-hmm. and you haven't played it since then. Yeah. And you've always... It's not even a fun game to It's really not, yeah. and that's kind of I the point of it. I wouldn't blame you if you hadn't yeah. played it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, say you'd never played it since then, but you'd always... And, but you had never seen the logo since, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. just always had it in your mind somehow that the Monopoly man had a monocle. Yeah. Well, then, to you, he does. Yeah. And if you never see the logo again before you die, mm-hmm. then that is basically an alternate universe yeah, yeah. of one for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I like that. We yeah. all have our own universe. Because it's your reality, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's hundreds of things that all of us mm-hmm. uh, think, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that aren't actually true, Yeah. but A, they don't affect our day-to-day life, uh-huh. B, mm-hmm. we, will, we may never yeah. see any proof otherwise of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, does it ultimately matter? No, mm-hmm. but it is a unique reality that's unique to you, mm-hmm. as opposed to the verifiable mm-hmm. reality. Yeah. Like yeah. as Philip K. Dick said, reality is what still exists when you stop believing in it. Mm-hmm. So that like is that. kind of a different reality than a lot of us live in. Yeah. It's called a reality check. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So. Are, uh, can either of you think of any man, like personal Mandela effects off the top of your head? Mm. Or ones that have really personal affected one? you? Just that any I've been that victimized have, by? Any that, have, yeah, that you've been victimized by. 
Well, nice. there was like the the, uh, the whole Kazam movie. Kazam. Oh, Kazam. You ever hear about that? This? Yeah. Did, did that affect you? No. Um. Well, so the Mandela effect is people seem to remember that there was a movie starring the comedian Sinbad, where he played a genie, mm-hmm. and the movie was called Shazam. Mm-hmm. That uh-huh. that movie does not exist. Mm-hmm. There was a movie called Kazam starring yeah. Shaq, yeah, Shaquille O'Neal as a genie. <laughs> so does that affect you? Because I'm too young for that. That it's kind of weird. Like when I heard about. Uh, people thinking that Shazam existed at first I was like oh yeah didn't that exist Mm -hmm. yeah because I'd never seen the Shaq movie yeah Yeah. so I don't know if that's just subtle racism on my part just like well isn't uh Sinbad also a person of color yes he's black so it's not subtle racism (laughs) (laughs) so first um but yeah it's like I think there's other movies like that too like I'm sure people get Ba- the movie Babe and Porky. Not Porky. What was that called? Oh, Gordy. Gordy. Porky. Cork. You can see how I got insulting. those mixed up. Well, this is just sister movies, too. Yeah, that's true. Movies that come out at the same time that are about the same thing. That yeah. can cause Oh, I thought you meant movies for little sisters, which is Gordy. Well, <laughs> arguably both, I guess. I don't know. Georgia, can you think of any? I'm trying to think of something... Um, that like would have happened to me recently, but yeah. nothing really jumps out of me like like right now. Yeah, I'm sure. I feel like it's something that we've talked about in the past, just like in our group chat. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the thing about blew these. My mind. That's the thing about these is you. There's no way to know until you see until proof that you're wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The Curious yeah. George one really messed with me. Yeah, and that's another one where like I feel like the Mandela version is an improvement because he's supposed to be a chimpanzee, mm-hmm. but he's smaller than most of our conception of what a chimpanzee should be. Yeah, and he looks small. more like a monkey who would have a tail. Uh-huh. So, yeah. See, that one, that one that I never you? got on to. Oh, no. okay. Because in You're my an mind, nerd. chimpanzees don't have tails. Yeah. <laughs> so I would have been angry yeah. at yeah. the tail. So yeah. in my reality, like if he had a tail, I would have taken the tail out. Well, I'm not mm. saying he should have been a chimp with a tail. I'm just saying he should have been like... He should have been some other... He should have been like, like a capuchin. Cap- capuchin, capuchin yeah. We yeah. all three independently, independently <laughs> said capuchin. It's interesting what you <laughs> noted about how there aren't any Mandela effects that are reductive to reality it's not like curious george has a tail right no he didn't have a tail another example of that that is like um the fruit of the loom logo oh yeah people assume that it has a cornucopia Uh in the back yeah but it's it doesn't it's just like uh like a tomato and grapes Uh uh-huh it just be fruit it just be fruit yeah yeah Hmm. I there, seem to remember I there being more of maybe, the Fruit of the Loom one. Uh, there being a third Night at the Museum movie. But there's uh, not one, but there is. Yeah. Because I know Alex and we were talking about that. I was like, I don't think there's a third one. But yeah. There well, there's Night at the Museum. There is. Battle for the Smithsonian. Yeah, and then it's Secret of the Tomb. I, Secret I mean, of the Tomb, just, yeah. yeah I don't just because you haven't it. seen something doesn't mean it's not, it doesn't exist. It's the like I said, needed. the second one is the right. best one. Yeah. The third one, I don't know. I've only seen it once. I know that it has Hugh Jackman in it as himself. 
as himself. Yeah, huh. like making a cameo. <laughs> uh, well, the second one has the little Einstein bobblehead. That's, so. Yeah, that's true. In the third, in the third one, they go overseas to England. I think is the concept. Oh, okay. So now has Rebel Wilson in it. Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. Well, we have anything else to talk about when it comes to Mandela Effect for now? That's pretty much all I had. Huh. Okay. Really You're interesting wild. stuff. Thanks Georgia, for doing the report. Yeah, Georgie, you have anything You're else welcome. to add? Oh, that was that was interesting. I liked the breakdown of the different categories. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that was good. I wonder if there are any more categories. I Maybe. guess not. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll do a part we'll, two. We'll leave that open-ended. The Mandela effects are still <laughs> being discovered. Yeah, they're discovering more and they're more every day. They're discovering more every day. Uh, so, Georgia, do you want mm-hmm. to do the Puzzle Alley intro? Please do so. Oh, God. I never remember it quite right, but... Um, well, we got a lot of more content coming out. <laughs> You want well, to do it, Josh? A lot more context. Uh-huh. Yeah, first, uh-huh. we have to put our thinking caps uh-huh. and get out of our bubble pipes. I don't think you add that. Because we is got a mystery to solve. See, I always think uh-huh. that you're mentioning a bubble pipe. <laughs> That's the Mandela. Mandela. Yep. See, I always <laughs> end up liking Georgia's See, version reality, better. In my reality, we're all using those yeah. bubble pipes. I always end but... up liking Georgia's version better. Yeah. I think she start, She starts out strong. Uh, sometimes with a little help from Josh. Yeah. And then she doesn't remember what the real intro is, so she adds yep. two things that are specific to the current episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, my brain corrects it. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Okay. So here's the I think we'll do bubble pipes from now on. Can you and do what's it? the hat call? I, is there even a um, name? Um, I'll find it. He is your puzzle. Can you do the puzzle he, in that voice, please? The puzzler? Oh, he is the puzzle. He's the puzzle. He don't is drive the like my brother. Oh, my God. Don't drive like my brother. <laughs> uh, hold on. Now I have to find out the name of Sherlock's hat. It's like a something cap. It's probably. a deer stalker. I wanted to say like oh, deer something, but it's a deer stalker. It's a hunting thing, so I guess. Silly. Some, well, deer sometimes stalker. it has a houndstooth pattern, I think. Huh. Okay. A deer stalker sense. is a type of cap. Is typically worn in rural areas, often for hunting, especially deer stalking. I wonder there what makes it. it special. There you have it. I don't know. All right, well, it's got the little flaps that cover your ears. Yeah. Yeah, but it's you know it's better than those other. It's more sophisticated than the later hats that come over your ears. I like that it has a brim fur. to cover the nape of your neck, <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, Georgia. Some do, not all of them. Do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. You guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, are you guys familiar with the term spoonerism? Spoonerism? No. Mm-hmm. No. What is that? So it's a term derived from the name of William A. Spooner, who is um, who lived from 1844 to 1930. He was a um, he was like a professor at Oxford College and a reverend, and he was famous or had a reputation reputation for making. Slips of the tongue, and you'll you'll start recognizing these right away. I'll give you an example. Uh, Like instead of saying Washington's birthday, you'd say Birthington's wash day. Mm. Oh, right, right. So, um, Reverend Spooner was kind of infamous for making these slips of the tongue during his sermons, and he never admitted to any, which (laughs) made it all the more silly. I think there's maybe like one that he like admitted to, but. 
uh, or one or two, but yeah. it just was kind of a silly thing. And so we get the term splinterism for when people make these slips, you know, in, in real life. Um, it's, it's like, it's almost a Freudian slip, but it's, it's sillier than that. You yeah. Know, it's pretty, pretty okay. innocent. So for our puzzle today, I have a list of splinterisms. Let's see how many I have here. Mm-hmm. Oh, this will be fun. I have 16 spoonerisms, wow. and I'm going to give you guys 45 seconds to get through as many as you can. Oh god! So we have, to, we have to say what the right thing is, or what? I'm going to I'm going to give you the spoonerism, uh-huh. like Birthington's Wash Day, okay. and you would say Washington's birthday. Okay. Exactly. Got it. And you can pass if you want to. Okay. We can circle All right. back. Okay. All right. Let me let me know when you're ready. 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 Okay. And the timer. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Darts. Now, Plaster Man. Pass. Wait, Plaster Man? Um, Mander Plast? <laughs> uh, uh, are we passing? Pass. Yeah. Pleading and humming. Uh, Pleading and humming? Ple- pass. <laughs> <laughs> Rental Deceptionist. Dental, Dental receptionist. receptionist, yes. Okay. Chewing the doors. Chewing the doors? Chewing the doors. Doing the Doing chores. Doing the chores, yeah. Wave the sails. Save the whales. Save the whales. <laughs> Our queer old dean. Our dear old queen. Dear old queen, yep. yep. Go and shake a tower. Go and take, take a shower. A shower. Yep. yep. Lack of pies. Pack of lies? Yes. That, that one came just at the buzzer. Oh, oh okay. So yeah, how many you guys got it? Four? Because we didn't, I mean, you guys got. Yeah, give us another 45. <laughs> okay, I'll give you another 45. Okay. And we'll we'll go back around to the one. Okay, got it. Marking them. Here we go. Uh huh. Reset and go. Chipping the flannel. Flipping the channel. Foul feast. Foul beast. Know your blows. Blow your, Blow your nose. Blows. <laughs> Battleships and bruisers. Battleships and cruisers. Oh yeah, yeah. The Lord is our shoving leopard. Lord is our loving, <laughs> loving shepherd. shepherd. <laughs> That's funny. a good one. A well-boiled icicle. Well-boiled icicle. Pass. <laughs> Bedding wells. Wedding bells. Wedding bells. Fighting a liar. Fighting a fire. fire. Okay, plaster man. Master plan. Oh, okay. Heating yeah. and humming. This one, heating and plumbing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heating and plumbing. That's... Yes, it's heating and plumbing. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that one. Okay. No. Did the, we get them all? So the only, you guys got through all of them and we started going back to the ones you passed. Uh-huh. The only one that Reverend Spooner actually owned up to was the Lord and the Shoving Leopard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he also owned up to our queer old Dean. Yeah. Sure. That is a classic one. That's a classic. Can you imagine um, a professor oh. calling the Dean? Queer, yeah. Our queer old Dean, but um, the so the only one you guys didn't get uh, was well-boiled bicycle. That's a well-oiled bicycle. Oh, okay. oh. that makes sense. That's yeah. a tricky one. Huh. So that, was, yeah, it's okay. It only took you a what, minute. Yeah. Minute. So does that count as having a speech impediment when you do stuff like that? <laughs> is that some kind Maybe. of? I think I thing. think uh, uh, Professor Spooner was just being silly. Oh, okay. I think they were deliberate. I see. That's oh. that's my Mandela effect. Okay. 
cool. That's your reality. Uh huh. Okay. No, there are, there are quite a few of these. Um, I tried to mix them up so that there's that's so simple cool and yeah and tricky ones. Yeah, some and of those the, were the thing about it is it's not just it's not always just flipping the the letters. Yeah. Sometimes you know wave the sails. Yeah, save the you whales. You have to move stuff around. Some of them. It's more internal, like cattle ships and bruisers, mm-hmm. yeah. or, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I do like the queer old Dean one. Yeah, that's so that's funny. Silly, I think some of these we, we'll have to start uh, adding to our bicycle. daily <laughs> yeah. like word usage. It's funny yeah. that so many of them are just create two different valid words. Yeah. Yeah. Like shove yeah. the leopard. Like wave yeah. the sails. Yeah. That's like a Chicken real flannel. command. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> Go shoot with the doors. Yeah. <laughs> great puzzle alley, Jordan. Yeah, great one. Thanks. Okay, so uh, taking into account this new series, Georgia did the puzzle alley, Josh did the report, which means I'm doing Alex's Corner, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll play the intro right now, but oh, I'm going to have to talk over it. Josh's Alex's Corner. corner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, it's kind of weird, uh, the similarity between my corner and Georgia's Puzzle Alley, uh, which you'll see. In fact, I think that my Puzzle Alley is just a less funny version of Georgia's, <laughs> Georgia's Puzzle Alley, because it's it kind of involves something similar to Spoonerisms. Okay. Uh, so... For my allotted time, we're going to play a little bit of a game uh, called Idiom Alley. Oh, uh, So the okay. rules are very simple. You choose... So I give you two sentences, and you choose which is the idiom and which is just plain made up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. In order to get the answer correctly, not only do you have to lock it in, you also have to use it in a sentence. Okay. Uh, if you get the answer incorrectly... You have to use the correct idiom in a sentence, which will be easy. Uh, so let's see how many of these you can get right. No time limit or anything. This is a little bit more lax than Georgia's thing. Okay. Uh, so, And I think this will be one of those things where once we kind of get into it, you'll understand. Okay. And now I, I see the prizes that you've laid out for us. I'm really hoping that I get the giant stuffed giraffe. Yeah, okay. How many do I have to get right to get that? We'll do five. Five? Okay, cool. Okay. I can look at that. And can you, since George is not here, can you tell her what the other prizes are? Yeah, so there's what a giant stuffed... the other stuff... seven prizes are? <laughs> okay. There's a giant stuffed giraffe. There's a giant a stuffed manatee. Yeah. There's also um, a really cool... Uh, it's like a toy gun. It's like a cap gun. Yep. Um, there's also a propeller hat. Yep. Uh, there's propeller shoes, which are kind of weird. <laughs> For some but, reason. Yeah. If you want that. Two cool. left. Uh, there's a... One is another propeller thing, and one is a stuffed thing. <laughs> well, I thought that the Shetland pony was stuffed, but it actually is real. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and then and the I've other... been feeding this thing for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one is a propeller watch. Okay, great, yeah. Okay. So any of those catch your interest, Georgia? Well, definitely the pony. The pony. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's go with, uh, this is Idiom Alley. We'll do, this is number one right here. And like I said, I think you'll kind of understand it once we get into it. So, is the correct idiom <clears throat> water under the bridge, 
Or water under the fridge. <laughs> water under the bridge. Yep. Gosh, that whole thing about the Mandela effect, that's all wonder water under the bridge. Okay, yep. great. And, and you did, and you used it in a sentence. So now, we did not lock it in, though, so I'd like to lock oh, it in. I <laughs> Okay. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Sorry, Teamwork. Yeah. Teamwork. Okay. You didn't make the kachunk noise, though, so. Yeah. Kachunk. Is it really, really locked, locked in? in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same time. Okay. Second one. Is the correct idiom shooting fish in a barrel or being that bish with Cheryl? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want it to be that. Yeah. I was going to say. I almost just made it that uh-huh. um maybe that's another yeah, mandela think, effect because i've think, always heard it that I way think if josh can use it in a sentence it will become an idiot <laughs> yeah. whichever one you can use in a sentence okay. that one is correct um well uh i went i went to see the dental receptionist but uh <laughs> she wasn't there it was she was uh it was just that bitch with cheryl <laughs> doesn't make sense yeah, it does okay whatever question number three is the correct idiom cost an arm and a leg or cost an arm and an egg? Um, this is tricky because I do know there are things that cost an arm and an egg. But <laughs> the yeah. idiom is cost an arm and a leg. Like, sheesh, that new Escalade cost an arm and a leg. Yep, lock it in, Kajunk. Great job. Okay, next one. <clears throat> is the correct idiom going on a wild goose chase or... Going through a wild moose phase. <laughs> uh, going, it's going on a wild goose chase. Lock it in, Kachunk. Uh, and the example is um, the example I would use is: Do you remember when Alex went through that wild go- <laughs> wild moose phase? <laughs> Listen, we all Crazy. have our wild moose phase, yeah. all right? Yeah. As opposed to the domesticated moose phase, yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, the next one is, uh, okay, the next one, um, is the correct idiom, beating a dead horse or eating a dead horse? (laughs) Well, you wouldn't want to eat an alive horse. Yeah, that's just mean. That's just cruel. Um. Don't talk about like that with the pony right there. I know. (laughs) So obviously it's eating a dead horse. Okay, so use it in a sentence. Um. I don't know if I can. Sometimes we pick a topic and then keep talking about it, and it's like beating a dead horse. Perfect. Yeah. Great job. Okay, next one. Um, is the correct idiom a blessing in disguise or ranch dressing on French fries? <laughs> or, <laughs> or is it a blessing in disguise? One. Yeah, there's that too. With this one, we have three. <laughs> Uh, well, I really, I do really like ranch dressing on french fries, so, um, I think it's, uh, it's, a uh, a blessing in disguise, uh-huh, um, okay. hmm, what's an example of blessing in disguise, <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, working from home has sort of been a blessing in disguise, yeah, great, that's a good one, okay, this next one, is the correct idiom, go cold turkey, or glowing beef jerky? Did you say glowing beef jerky? Glowing. Like it's mooing? Glowing. Like glowing, it's radioactive. Well, it did low at some point. Yeah. Much earlier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> glowing beef jerky, that would be cool. Hmm. What is it? I think so. 
Um, going well, cold turkey going is cold the turkey. idiom. Yes, that and is it. I and... quit lunch meat by going cold turkey. <laughs> but if you're quit, okay, that doesn't exactly uh, track. What a classic joke. Okay, next one. Is the correct idiom cut to the chase or rounding first base? Well, honestly, those are both idioms. Not necessarily, because one, you don't do physically. Well, cut to the chase is like uh, in movie terms, right? Where like you... Cut to the chase scene. Cut to the chase scene. Oh, I guess where that does you make cut sense. out all the preamble, the mm-hmm. boring parts, and go straight mm-hmm. to the chase scene. And all then round, rounding first base, um, you know, it's hard. In baseball, it's not always easy to commit to going all the way to second. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you're just going to stay on first, you can run past first base. <laughs> if you're going to go to second, you kind of have to slow down the turn. Hmm. So, okay, I'll accept that. I think they're both idioms. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Lock that in. Yeah, yeah, next one. Is the correct idiom, you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs, or... Now, this one is... The difference here is just minute, so <laughs> okay. listen really carefully. Is it, you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs, or... You can't make an omelet without breaking some legs. Subtle. Um, can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Yeah, and that would be like saying, um, uh, uh, oh, we keep having people get injured in our uh, fulfillment Amazon center. warehouse fulfillment center. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, and Jeff Bezos says you can't make an omelet yeah. without breaking a few legs. Yeah, or eggs. I mean eggs. Yeah. That's not to be con- confused with the other idiom, uh, break a leg, right? Right, yeah. Uh, okay, next one. Is the correct idiom, feel like a million bucks or stealing a million trucks? Oh, I thought I was going to have to, like, feeling like a million ducks. Yeah. That one, too. Sometimes I feel like a million ducks. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, well, I feel like a million bucks, um, because I am well rested. Does that count as the example? Yeah, that counts. Okay. All right. Next one. Born is the correct, is the correct idiom born with a silver spoon or welcome to the salty spittoon. Silver spoon in your mouth, I think is the okay. Full term, right? I think I think some people shorten it. So how could you use that? So like Jeff Bezos was born to rich parents, yeah, who yes. gave born him a silver spoon. They gave him like a two hundred thousand dollar loan to start Amazon. Hmm. He was born with a silver spoon. I see. Okay, and next that's one. That's pretty much all billionaires. They oh, all yeah. started with yeah. a quote unquote small loan. Yeah, exactly. All right, we got a few more. We got a few more here. Uh, is, the, is the correct idiom "pony up" or "phony pup"? <laughs> uh, well, I think you could consult the Shetland pony right next to you. Yeah, pony up. Okay, I yeah. was gonna say it was "phony pup," like when you. All puppers are real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, next one. <clears throat> is the correct idiom "break the bank"? Or, break the anank. Editor's note, in ancient Greek mythology, anank is the personification 
of compulsion and necessity, customarily depicted as holding a spindle. Is that an ankh? No. Uh, an ankh is a symbol. Too. An ankh is a actual Greek god. Oh, okay. Huh. So I was going to say, an breaking ankh. the ankh would be another idiom. Well, that doesn't really rhyme. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, neither does breaking the bank, really. It's uh, alliteration. Well, I mean, do they rhyme with each other, though, is what I'm getting at. Oh, right. It's, it's yeah. easy to confuse them when they rhyme. It's, it's a slant rhyme. Yeah. Uh, breaking the bank, that's <clears throat> when you break your piggy bank and all the pennies mm-hmm. fall out. Yeah, that's the physical, yeah. actual version yeah. of it. Yeah, so, uh, like, uh, uh, um, uh, I wanted to buy uh, a new PlayStation 5, and mm-hmm. I had to break the bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, people use that differently now. It's like, it's not like I had to break the bank. It's like that thing really breaks the bank. Oh yeah. So yeah. it's like Either the way. item that you're trying to buy comes into your house, breaks your piggy bank, and yeah. says, "Okay, now buy me." Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> it's very forceful. Okay, last one here okay. is the correct idiom: fork it over or stork layover. <laughs> Well, a stork layover is when a, a baby yep. is yep. delivered late. Yep. Because oh, the I, stork had to go, had to, I don't know, take a layover. I thought it was like in Yoshi's Island where the stork drops baby Mario on the Yoshi Island. That's you. Yeah. That oh, so the baby layover. has a layover. Yeah. See, that would be baby layover. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a right. stork You're layover. Right. Oh, Classic God. mistake. God, I'm dumb. <laughs> Fork it was over. fork it over. Fork it over. Okay, well. Well, that could be the real one. Fork it over <laughs> is the idiom. That's when you say when it. you want someone to uh, give you hand a bag over. of Snyder's of hand over. Yep. Yeah. Fork it over. Fork it over. I don't yeah, know why exactly. fork is used in there. <laughs> all right. Great job, guys. You got almost all of them right. So you can each pick a prize. Yes. So what did you say that you wanted? Well, can I actually get two... Okay, yeah, I guess. So I want the giraffe and the spinny hat. <laughs> <laughs> now you can put the spinny hat on a giraffe. Yes. Georgia, which two do you want? Oh. If um, you can't remember, pony. Josh can list them off again. Yeah. No, I want the pony, and then I hope you have two pairs of those propeller shoes, because I was hoping to put them on the pony. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure if we have the pony's size, so. I mean, they're not horseshoes. Well, they're basically Crocs. Yeah. All right, well, Make it work. Yeah. thanks for listening. Uh, that's about all we have time for. So we'll see you all next week for another episode. Later. Bye.